It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for the Hadit.com Radio Show. Hadit.com Radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to HadIt.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Basser Hour. Uh, we're here with Jay Basser, our host uh, today, and uh, Mike, our technician, and I'm Gerald Cook. Uh, I'll be co-hosting here with uh, Mr. Basser. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the history of of some of the uh, BA's uh, shortcomings. And uh, uh, how are you doing today, John? I'm doing wonderful, buddy. How are you doing today? Well, by golly, I'm all right. Sunshine and beautiful day here in Missouri. I mean, uh, pretty doggone windy, so we know that's going to blow a storm in. Always does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, anyway, uh, it seems like we're having a lot of trouble out of the VA right now. I mean, uh, I don't think it's anything exceptional. I, I believe it's just now starting to come to the surface. Yeah, well, anytime something organic goes overboard and goes underwater, yeah. it pastures up and gets real ugly, and then it starts coming to the surface. Well, yeah, the the stink has already come out, so uh, I hope they get it resolved rather quickly. Well, the VA is a historical fact that they've had issues, and these issues have been going on for quite some time. You know, and well, it's kind of a bad thing because it's not just the for VA medical centers and hospitals, you know, it's everybody, even the regional offices, they have problems too. And uh, I'm going to go back to 2008 as far as I want to go back, you know. <clears throat> that's six years ago, you know, and I'm yeah. sure there was scandal before scandal before the end, but the history is not very clear as to what happened and things like that. But the first scandal I want to touch on, and everybody remembers this. Remember the word spoliate? Oh, yes, yes, I sure don't do spoliate. Spoliate. Yeah, yeah. These poor veterans were filing claims, and they'd get their claim paperwork to the regional office, and the regional office had so many claims folder stuff stacked up. And once the stuff come out of the mailroom, instead of going in the claims folder, it went to the shredder. That's right. Uh, They had their shredder date. Mm. And, uh, and, uh, And, uh, you know, that, that was a big to-do. I thought something was going to happen then, John, didn't you? Oh, they had a little bit of leeway and stuff like that for a few months, and then kind of, they got a real big rug and a good broom and just <laughs> swept it right under it. <laughs> well, they, they sure enough did. Uh, no, but what happened with Shreddergate? I mean, you know, all, this, all these places were busted, uh, you know, and some of the information was found. I mean, there were claims folders, and there's people's evidence. And oh, it was disastrous, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they even salvaged the whole thing before they quit. Uh, they they made a big to-do about it all. It was gone. And uh, then, you know, all of a sudden it was all hushed up. They got oh, it yeah. all fixed. And, uh, I don't think, uh, actually, I don't believe anything happened uh, other than they... They might have took a vacation and come back from vacation and started it all over again. Well, and again, that's just number one, you know, because there's a list of scandals. There's all kinds of scandals involved. Fortunately, uh, some of these scandals that we can discuss are localized to certain areas, in certain regional offices and certain VAMCs, you know. But uh, Shreddergate... And then the latest one, which I guess we'll have to call that Schedule Gate. That's a good name for it. 
Yeah. Schedule gate that affects uh, the whole damn country, it looks like, because they're finding more and more and more issues with the schedule gate deal. It's coming up new stories every day. Yes, there are, and there's more more states being included. I was just uh, looking at some of that on a news article here I was reading, and I was amazed at the different states that were cropping up now, Missouri being one of them. I saw that. And... Uh, uh, is that St. Louis, or what was that at? I, I believe that'd be St. Louis, mm-hmm. and uh, they've always had their troubles up in St. Louis. Uh, uh, some of that shredder gate uh, went on there, and uh, other things, and and medical issues. My lands, uh, I, I, a matter of fact, I believe one of our own. Uh, 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 Miss T Bird that owns a had website here, uh, bless her heart. She was up there, I think, getting some uh, uh, dental work done, and and uh, they hadn't cleaned their probably cleaned their instruments, and and then they did colonoscopies. They had a deal here uh, with colonoscopies. They wasn't even cleaning the, properly cleaning the equipment. Uh, uh, that was another deal. And, and what were that, some of the diseases a person can get from that issue? Well, right? HIV. HIV and, and hepatitis. Hepatitis, and hepatitis what, A, mm-hmm. B, or C, or whatever. I mean, B. things you didn't want, that's for sure. And matter of fact, uh, I went to the uh, Muskogee VA and had my colonoscopy, but uh, I still took a, a blood test and got tested for HIV just because mm-hmm. it was going around at that time and they didn't know how many different facilities were were <laughs> I got news for you. If they order blood work on you any time didn't hear they're gonna test you for HIV. Yeah. And uh so I, I went ahead and that was the uh last time I went to the BA for colonoscopy I, I went outside of the BA Folks, HIV don't stand for highs either. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. And uh, I was, uh, I was lucky. So, but you know, that's a heck of a thought to know you get home and find out. Oh well, you know, they got a bunch of. I don't know how many people actually got affected. Mm-hmm. Or infected them at. Uh, I know there were some. I've, I've heard it mentioned, but I, I've never heard uh, ironclad numbers, and and that's on HIV or hepatitis. You'll never hear it. I, I don't. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't I think we'll ever uh, get get the straight of that. But it, it's something. Uh, you know, actually, I think that's something should be run in with, with some of the issues that have right now. Even though they're old issues, it's still coming back down to neglect and, and incompetency and what have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of veterans were actually uh, infected with certain diseases because of that equipment problems. And Well, yeah, and that affects the family, you know. It, mm-hmm. Uh, it's a terrible thing. Uh, can you imagine uh, going home and telling your spouse you have HIV? And they said, I wonder if they serve like that. You know, I mean, people can live a long time with it now, but you know, if you're a young man, you just got out of service, and you go to the VA and have a colonoscopy done or something, you find something wrong, and you finally got HIV from getting a colonoscopy, and then you know, you got a young twenty-year-old wife or twenty-one-year-old wife, you know, that ruins you. You can't have kids or nothing, can you? I don't know, John. I don't know enough about it. Uh, if the kids would, I would suspect, uh, be infected. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, I, I tell you, it'd be a rough way to to go. Uh, it'd certainly be devastating to the family. Yep. There's a report out today where they were spending millions of dollars on settlements for certain things like this. You know that? Yes, and I was reading that also. That's mm. uh, that's quite a, uh, quite a story there. Uh, rather than probably taking care of them, they they felt like uh, 
uh, what few did come back and 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 uh, come back on them and said, "Hey, this is a wrongful death suit or whatever," or or you did a malpractice or you did a misdiagnosis. Uh, what percentage of the veterans they did that way actually come back on them? And I imagine that percentage is kind of small. Evidently, it's small enough that they they would rather pay out uh, what what was three hundred million in in, in uh, lawsuits or something like that. I can't it, remember the total number, Joe, but it was a lot of money. It, it was a lot of money, and. And uh, the VA, who always claims they have plenty of money to work with, until you need something from them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what gets me. When you need something from them, well, we don't know if we can afford that, if that's in the budget or not. We might have to wait for the new budget to come out. Yeah, because it's probably will. That, because it would cut it to my bonus. Now, I've heard them stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, uh, I don't know what the bonus. The bon- the, all jokes aside, the bonus budget is a different fiscal responsibility. Okay. Well, it is, and but it gives them anytime they give them a, a bonus for not doing their job properly. I don't know. What do you call that? Uh, <laughs> uh, extortion call or? or uh, uh, that's a conspiracy. Mm. I, I, you know, this whole mess, I, I still believe they need to pull in the Justice Department. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's went this long since this has really, sort of say, busted the bubble, uh, and it's went this long and them not already called in the Justice Department, has me kind of concerned. Uh, because you know it's like if you run down there your local bank and rob it, are they going to wait six months or a year to call the police? <laughs> well, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been robbed, mm-hmm. and uh, there's been some wrongdoing here. So I I do believe that the Justice Department should be called in. Uh, as soon as I don't as think they should. I don't think they should be called in. I think they should step in because they want to be part of it. You would think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, this is a a terrible crime that's being committed here, mm-hmm. and you you just don't overlook it. And keep talking about it. Uh, you got to get some action done, and well, and. Uh, any time a veteran dies, and he shouldn't have to die, then that's something's got to be done. And something should have been done before a veteran died. That goes for mental health, too, people. If you're waiting so long for a mental health appointment, it's better to commit suicide. You're absolutely right. You know uh, what I mean? I'm I'm so still so upset the way they've done some of these PTSD veterans and... and uh, uh, TBI, uh, uh, traumatic brain injury veterans, and claiming that they had uh, personality disorders uh, or some kind of foolish thing, and that that is so wrong. Yes, it is. But it's, it's, just... it's coming back to the same story. You know, it we're, is. Com- it, we're just making a, a full round. And that's like a lot of these uh, uh, females, uh, uh, women veterans, uh, coming back uh, uh, claiming that they've been sexually uh, molested or raped. Uh, I wouldn't call it sexual harassment. I would say sexually, I mean raped. That's a crime. That's a criminal offense. And uh, uh, whether they was uh, harassed or, or you know, however it took place, mm-hmm. that, that's a criminal offense. It is. 
And why ain't they done something about that? Well, it's still well, going on now. I think last time I was reading on it, it was worse than it was before. Mm-hmm. Well, it was decided that uh, the higher-ranking officers could overturn that stuff and just make it to court martial and put them back to work. Evidently, that's what was happening. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, that's, that's certainly wrong. That's that's not a way to do. I think Congress passed something to stop that, though. We'll see what happens in the near future. But back on track here. Uh, so we know about the old Shredder Gate, and then we know about the colonoscopy issue with the poor folks. And you know, the dental. The dental, too. We have, as a matter of fact, we know somebody was affected by that, don't we, Gerald? Yes, we do. Yeah, so you figure that out, okay. Dental, colonoscopy. You know, that's just two. Since 2008, I mean. Uh, well, you're TBI. I mean, how many veterans did they do that on when they called it uh, personality disorders? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my land, that's shameful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's all in... You throw it all together, and what do you got? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got some localized stuff too. You know, we got uh, a botch surgery. Yeah. Got one for gallbladder surgery and lost lost his leg. Yeah. Yep. Them stories like that. Uh, so you know, and then there's fraud too. I mean, there's uh, uh you know, happened back in 2008. I'm gonna try to figure out what this was, but. I believe I know what it was. Yeah, I thought so. This is the Louisville, Kentucky issue with the Southwest Airlines pilot and the VL employee. And it looks like maybe a service organization person got involved and they were doing these claims. They were getting the claims through, but the dudes that did the claim kept the retro and gave them the monthly monthly benefit. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. true. That's happened. Happened in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, that's it. Sure did. Mm-hmm. They've conceded records tampering. Um, so, you know, it's. Shreddergate's kind of calmed down. I'd like to see a, a post result on Shreddergate, but. It's basically gone, I guess. It's under the rug now, and people's walked on it's flat again. I would like to see a follow-up, a conclusion on it, or a resolve on it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done that yet. I mean, they haven't done it. And actually, I'll be surprised if they do do it. I think it's mm-hmm. probably still going on to some extent. Uh Maybe now they have a new system. They just throw it in a burner and burn it. That way, there ain't no evidence left. Yeah, well, they were, you know, like I said, they were ignoring sexual, letting no evidence. They were ignoring sexual assaults. Uh, they were doing all kind of crazy stuff. You know, veterans are dying every day. Uh, Still no accountability. It boils down to accountability. Someone to point your finger at and say, "Hey, he's the thief. Mm-hmm. He robbed me. He anybody, robbed my bank." <laughs> anybody ever remember the butcher? Yeah, yeah. Remember he was that? I call him the butcher. The butcher. Yeah, he was a doctor operating out of oh. Illinois there. And oh yeah, yeah. He was. He butchered four people from Kentucky. Three or four people, and they died. Yeah. And uh, they kept him practicing and practicing and practicing before they finally got rid of him. I find mm-hmm. that amazing. Mm-hmm. Such a shame. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't know. Yep. What do you... What do you do? Well, you know... Actually, we do about all we can do, John. Uh, we we appeal and we protest, and I don't know how many letters have been written to higher officials, and, and we're not in a position that we can go up and say, hey, 
you know, you, uh, you're in violation of the law. You're under arrest. I guess we could make a citizen to arrest. That, that mm-hmm. don't, I don't think we'd get too far. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I can say the Justice Department is going to have to get involved. Yes, they are. Uh, I, I don't see any way around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the courts are going to have to uh, open them law books and, and do some reading themselves. Yes, sir. Because we we do have a Title 38, CFR 38, and mm-hmm. uh, it sets rules and... and and things, and mm-hmm. they're to be looked at as laws. In another respect, they're laws for veterans and the Veterans Administration. Folks, if you also want to notice that Part 3 and Part 4 deal with claims, well, here's Absolutely. a new one. There's another part of the Title 38 that deals with the VA hospital. Do you know that, Gerald? Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems like all of it's just been ignored. Even the claims part of it. I mean, we have more than just the medical issue, but the medical issue is is so serious. And uh, but we got the claims end of it also. So this thing. Well, the claim section keeps you in the poorhouse, and the medical side will keep you under the poorhouse. Well, yeah, it does do that. It, but uh, basically, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, this stuff, these issues that they've had all these years, they're not fixing these issues. Nothing's being done about it. Uh, I'm sure some people have left and things like that. You know, they might have got to retire early and go on vacation. But uh, something's got to give, you know, because the VA is there to take care of the veterans. That's why they're there, you know. And without the veterans, they wouldn't have a job. That's that's so true. And, you know, one thing everyone can do out here in the public that's listening that would be helpful is contact their legislators or congressmen and senators, even your state legislation, uh, legislators or governors, and, and uh, contact them and uh, send them a letter and ask them to get this resolved. And uh, enough is enough. And, and uh, 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 we do need to uh, ask them to bring in the Justice Department and and have this thoroughly investigated to to see see how far back it goes. Number one, we know it goes back a long ways, a lot further than than uh, mm-hmm. we care to remember. But and uh, uh, let's see if we can't get it resolved. It's going to take a lot of hard work. And, but there are a lot of good people still involved with the VA. Uh, we're not trying to say the VA and uh, and everybody that works for them are all bad because they're not. There's some good people works for the VA. Actually, there's some good people works for the VA. There's some good VAs. Yes, there are. There's some VAs that's got it together, and I'll tell you, you know, I mean, but they're going to have flare-ups every once in a while. Every infection does. Well, and, uh, you know, there's. One thing to make a mistake, uh, and there's another thing just just for total incompetency. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, conspiring to make mistakes. It's easier. It's so easy to, to do something terrible and say, "Oh, that's just a mistake." But when it mm-hmm. happens over and over and over, you it know, that's not a that's not a mistake no it more. It becomes a practice. Yeah, uh, it, it it becomes uh, uh, just the way it is, and and 
that should not be tolerated. Well, again, you know, everybody knows my quality assurance views on the VA and what should happen. You know, that should have been in the history and the future of the VA for the issues that they've had. You know, stronger quality assurance would have fixed this because they wouldn't have allowed that with an audit to go on, you know, scheduling and things like that. They would have said, that's not the way it's done. you got to do something else, you know. I do and, believe uh, in, in an audit, uh, independent audit, uh, someone that has has no ties with the VA or anyone, mm-hmm. you know. They go in and they look it over and they say, oh, my, uh, look at that. You got this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. And they should not ever have have any warning. They should be able to pop in at any day, any hour. I want to tell you something else, too, folks. If you do write in the legislature, you know, write them a letter and explain to them in detail why you're asking the questions that you're asking. You know, explain to them that, you know, you're not really getting any answers. And warn them, pre-warn them that the answers they're going to get out, out of the department are that they're going to send their inquiry to is going to send them a response. And I said, uh, I would ask them for two responses. I'd ask them for the real response, and then I'd ask them for the sugar code response that they give to Congress. And then I'd take the sugar code response to the bathroom and wipe my hind in with it. Yeah. Because that's happened a lot, too. So be forceful. You know, don't be mean or rude. Just, you know, be persistent. You know, because I've got some responses out there that, you know, well, the guy just buys, he just buys the used car they sold him, and he goes on, you know. All you have to do is listen to some of these uh, house hearings on uh, Veterans Affairs, and and you'll see uh, all the wishy-washy that goes on, and and uh, they, uh, it's like Congress is talking to a doorknob. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that there be a big doorknob, a big gold shiny one. <laughs> yeah, it must be a gold doorknob. Yeah, no. But, but uh, uh, they don't seem to take it seriously. And, of course, if Congress was the only, uh, or the House, the only way uh, they could combat the BH with whole funds, and then the BA could jump up and say, oh, my God, look here, Congress has held up all the funds. These veterans are going hungry and all this mad as if they cared. Yeah, uh, well, but, remember, you remember so back that's when, kind of a catch-22, and that that has, that has needs to change right there. Well, back in 08, they had a Shreddergate issue going on. They had congressional hearings, too, about that issue. And I think the chairman at the time was uh, hands-on Bob Filner. Yeah, he had hands, you yeah. know, he he was hands all over the incident, you know, and he was really he was critical and he got on to him, you know. He was, yeah. you know, and he did a really good job, uh, you know. But well, uh, he he hollered at him. I I watched several of his hearings. Yeah, we've had Bob on the show before. Yeah, but uh, you no, know, but uh, Congressman Fellner uh, uh, used to be a regular on the show. He was out of San Diego. He's, yeah, he was uh, he was a heck of a congressman. Yeah. You know, but uh, I guess he. Well, he had what happened to him, but uh, (laughs) the poor guy, I I think it got to him. Uh, Yeah, I believe it did. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) he had his hands in a lot of issues. (laughs) Yeah, they say he was good with his hands. No. Uh, All right. Any more scandals you can think of? He had his hands on a lot of tissues. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think he's part octopus. (laughs) No, just kidding. uh, You know, personally, inside there, you know, he was he was. he was effective as a congressman. He did a pretty good job. We need some people yeah. to get. He would hoop and holler at him, but it, it was all for naught. <laughs> we need some bulldogs in there now. We need now the somebody that will do something. Yeah. The current issue on schedule gate. I'm. Uh, I guess the uh, deputy director. He decided to retire early. Yes. And, uh, uh, yeah, he did, and now yeah. they're claiming they fired him. Mm-hmm. Of course, I've heard all kinds of stories. If you draw a retirement check, you didn't get fired. Well, yeah, he's, I'm sure he gets a nice mm-hmm. retirement check. 
Oh yeah, he got a nice check, and uh, uh, he's a doctor. Yeah. But yeah. I got news for you. There's got to be more role than just one. Oh, he's not the only one. I mean, yeah, they got a roll. A bunch of them's got a roll. Yeah, uh, and I, I suspect they'll even eventually, if they push the issue, it's going to go up and get uh, Secretary Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, he is the head of the head of the clan. I've seen some rumors today they might go higher than that. <laughs> Well, uh, I I think you know, and he's got his boss. Mm-hmm. So if, of course, he'll, I'm sure he'll take all the heat. But yeah. Uh, at any rate, uh, something needs to be done, and uh, major changes must be made. Mm-hmm. Well. That goes to show you, folks, Anytime politics plays the best people's lives, the people are going to lose. And that's got to be changed, too. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, uh, we've got too big a government and not the inner politics in this at all. Our government's uh, got out of hand. Right. So, you know, but no, that's just basically the way it is. It's all, you know, even though... We refrain and had it from discussing politics, and there's a reason for that. The reason we do it is, uh, you know, there's two things to start wars, and that's politics and religion, and we want to be uh, civil about things. So, you know, we don't really go into any dim-depth, detailed political discussions, you know. We can tell you to call your representatives, your congressman or your senator, over about, a, you know, regarding a certain issue. But, uh, you know, we don't want to really get into any straight-up political discussions. And, uh, yeah, although you might feel strongly about a topic, yeah. and uh, yeah, there's other places to do that. Uh, you can get carried away. We try to refrain from that. Yeah, Most anytime you time. get carried away and you make a statement on national TV or radio, yeah. you're probably going to be scrutinized anyways by other agencies. If you know what I mean. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but we have those out there that. Strive to keep us on our toes, and that's, that's all. Right. Good. That's good. Now, this Shreddergate deal, as in my opinion, is a long way from being settled. I mean, a long way from being settled. I mean, they. I don't think they've just barely tipped the iceberg of this issue. No, I don't either, John. And another thing, they're switching over to digital, and they've been doing that for several years now. Mm-hmm. And I see nothing but disaster. Well, the VAMC's been doing digital since for a long time now. Well, electronic records and things like that. So that's all been digital for a long, long time. <clears throat> but unless the veteran themselves have access to their own digital files, mm-hmm. I tell you what hurts. Not going to know what actually got put into those files. Mm-hmm. We have to have access to those files. And I'll tell you what hurts. Go ahead. Years ago, you'd go see your VA doctor, and he'd have a nurse somebody with him, and he would sit down and talk to you. And he would look at you and examine you, and he would tell his nurse things, and she would put the stuff down. And then they would get done with this patient and say, thank you, have a good day, go on to the next one. Well, they made the change back to the digital issue. Now, these doctors are nothing more or less but high-paid computer operators because they'll sit there in front of that computer for 20 minutes talking to you and, you know, not even really pay attention to you at all when they're looking at the computer screen. That's right. I've watched them. (laughs) Yeah. So that's an issue, too. It's got to be fixed. And some of these doctors, you know, I mean, some of these guys up in their 50s and 60s, you know, they're... You know, they probably they probably despise computers, to tell you the truth. Well, I know one or two that do. Uh, I don't blame them a bit. I no. despise them. Yeah, so I mean, the doctor needs to look at the patient, you know, and things like that. And if worst case, go back, to, go back to the way they used to do it. It was, it was a lot better. You know, you can take a tape recorder out, and you could take each patient, and you could, you could go ahead and, and talk on that computer and let somebody, let somebody else, let a clerk tap that stuff up. And I'll say this, it's, it's absolutely critical after each time you see your primary care physician 
is to get a copy of your progress notes, and when you get home, read them. This is and, proof. And uh, if you find a mistake in there or something that's uh, not right, mm-hmm. this is proof. Any time you left, any left the administrative penny picture start running something, things like this are going to start to happen. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, this is it's just it's just a sign, you know, because they start to. You know, the penny pinchers are, you know, they've got a good job. You know, they want to save all the money they can, but they start to uh, You don't cutting. want to put something down you didn't say or misrepresent, yeah. or misrepresent what you say, and I'll bet that happen. Yeah, that's true. Uh, be very, uh, be on your guard for that. that that's why it's, it's critical that when you get home, you read those progress notes. Is this what they said? Is this what I said? You know, and uh, if if everything's good, then you're fine. But if there's something that's a little not right, you disagree. No, they took that. They didn't understand what I was saying. At least then... Uh, you can get a hold of them and say, hey, I need to get this changed because they're the only ones that can change it. That's true. You that can't come true. back a year later and say, hey, this one here was wrong and this one here were, wasn't right. You need to do it right away. Now, can you access that on e-benefits? Uh, I can't. I haven't been able to access my notes. Now maybe I don't know how. I don't know. I, yeah, let's check on that, guys. Anybody listening? Go ahead and get on e-benefits and look at your last appointment. See if you've got notes on there. See if you see can if download. Got them. your progress notes. If uh, you can't get back with us and tell us if you could do it or not, you know. Yes. You know. Oh, by the way, uh, before I forget, uh, we need to do a break here, but. Let me give in our call-in number. It's uh, 347-237-4819. Our call-in number, once again, is two four, or 347-237-4819. If you have a... Uh, question or comment for Mr. Basser and um, or myself, uh, feel free to call in. We'll be glad to try to answer it. If we can't answer it, we'll get you an answer the best we can. And uh, uh, But feel free to call in. And uh, But anyway, uh, check, check uh, uh, e-benef- or, uh, My Healthy Vets or, or E-Benefits, whichever one. Yeah, girls, girls yeah. ask folks to call in. If you got a claims question or anything like that or any benefit question, you can call in yeah. too. You know, it don't matter the topic on the show. You know, we'll uh, we'll take a break from that and we'll we'll, we'll discuss your issue and help you out a little bit if you can. Yeah, you know, if you know a know a good pizza place, that'll even help. Yeah. Uh, even the fish are biting or not, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fishing hole, especially a good fishing hole. But yeah. anyway, yeah, feel free to call in. Yeah. But we have to call this new one. I guess we can call that Schedule Gate. You uh, know. Yeah, the new one will be Schedule Gate. I'm and I would be asking your, I'd be calling the V. Hey, uh, my next scheduled appointment is it put off because of Schedule Gate or what? You know. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, but uh, they're under a lot of fire. I mean, there's a lot of good people that work for the VA, and a lot of places don't have this problem. But I'm surprised in the, of the situation. And I'm thinking that it's going to be more, you know. I've been uh, fortunate with my dealings with the BA. They've been really good to me. And, yeah. Uh, but I go to a smaller VA, and uh, I imagine the majority of your trouble, I would troubles I would suspect will be in the larger cities. I'm going to think the busier VAs that's got a lot more population of veterans and things like that, you know. But it also boils down to, you know, even though they do have more veterans, they ought to have more resources. Yes, they ought to have more staff. Uh, I agree with that. And mm-hmm. and uh, I uh, suspect uh, 
uh, having inadequate staff is going to come da- come into a big big play here. Uh, ultimately, they're going well, to have to increase the staff. You know, when you were born, and uh, you know you were said you wanted to be a veteran, you decided you're going to give up your home and li- and travel and do what you know that your that your that your nation required you to do. You know, and all of us have traveled you know, far and wide, different places around the world doing things for, you know, with our service, you know. And we kind of get used to that stuff, you know. And now we're kind of disabled and retired and things like that, you know. If you've got the means and you live in an area that's too busy, think about relocating to an area that's not, and you can do that. If you start searching some of these state benefits for disabled veterans, you'd be surprised at some of these states and their benefits for disabled veterans. And, uh, They're really quite nice, some of them. Some of them are awesome. You know, especially, uh, now there's one right next to you, Gerald. I'd be jumping across that line in a hurry. Yeah, that's Oklahoma. Uh, yes, sir. Good, good one. They give you don't even pay sales tax in Oklahoma. And, uh... That's about the best, you know. Well, of course, most states have got education benefits and things like that. And then, but your I good states, too. are about four or five miles. Yeah. <laughs> Florida's a pretty good one, too. You know, it's a pretty busy state. They've still got a couple of VA centers. They've got a brand new one in Orlando that's beautiful. It's right above Lake uh, Lake Kissimmee on, on a place called Lake Nona is the, is the development it's in. This thing looks, this is huge, and it's a very nice facility. Oh, that's in Florida. Yeah, it's in Orlando called Lake Nona. And that's a beautiful VA. Pretty good there. They do. I mean, I've heard a thing out of them, you know. And then... Uh, well, course, now, uh, isn't Florida kind of recognized as a veteran state anyway? Because oh yeah, there's tax there's tax incentives and everything, and yeah. even even get tolls paid on the on the toll road and stuff like that. If you're you know if you've got certain disabilities, so, yeah, it's a good place to live. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a beautiful place to live. You don't mind a few snakes and alligators and spiders, but well, yeah, they don't hurt nothing. They don't hurt nothing. You know, you can. But it's just a beautiful place to be, especially in the wintertime when it's cold up here in the 48. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when your bones are aching. <laughs> your bones are aching, and you look outside, there's two feet of snow on the ground. Yeah. Mm. The windshield's 30 below. Yeah. Your water pipe's froze up. And yeah, what, yeah <laughs> what the heck am I doing here? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to crawl into this house. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> oh, no. but in general, guys, the VA is a good organization. You know, I mean, it's it's got a job to do. Uh, a few bad apples, you know, if they can get the bad apples out of the, out of the bag quickly and get it taken care of, then the bag won't spoil. But they stay in there long enough, and the bag is going to spoil. Well, let's hope they do uh, aggressively uh, attack this problem. Uh, and sincerely, uh, yeah. that's the main thing. If they sincerely go after this this problem, uh, and they know, uh, I'm sure that it it incorporates not just one one incident. I mean, we're we're talking uh, this is some serious stuff. Uh, there's. Uh, like I say, it, it it appears as though there could have been a conspiracy going on. I think the Justice Department is to be called in. But yeah, it's uh, well, again, you know who's running that show. Yeah, unfortunately. So, and but stay tuned. Things might change in the next year or so. Well, in the next year or so, uh, things may change, and. Uh, uh, if they do, let's hope it's for the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's not, I'm afraid you can keep looking for the same same thing. Same old thing, status quo. we got to change this status quo uh, thing. And, and but the biggest thing about this issue is whistleblowers coming out, and there's a lot of them now. There are more of them coming out, and, and uh, I was uh, kind of surprised. Uh, uh, Threadergate had a, 
had what? Not very many, but. Well, they were afraid. Uh, well, yeah, they were afraid, and everyone that come out as a whistleblower, I suspect, did lose their jobs. Well, yeah, you got to figure yeah. that out too. Look what organization that was in. That didn't have a thing to do with the hospitals. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know they, they, they was in trouble. But bless their hearts, at least they come out. They got caught, and when they did, they started talking. Few of them. Uh, but this, this is uh, more of them's come forward now, and. And maybe they've uh, finally started paying attention to this uh, whistleblower protection uh, deal they're supposed to have. Uh, let's hope so, because that's how we're going to get at the truth. These people are in the know; they're in the mix to things, and they're there. So I know it. We'll just hope more do come forward. Let's, you know, let's, hope, let's hope it all comes to life. They need to get everything out in there and get it open and get it fixed. Yeah. Because if a person's willing to cheat do one thing, they're willing to cheat do something else, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a disease that's got to be fixed. You know, I was reading on there where this guy was going to the Phoenix. He had a couple spots on his nose. And uh, uh, he had told them, they said, well, we'll make an appointment before you come back uh, to get tested. They thought it might be cancer. And then, what, six months later, when he finally got in there, they ended up, they had to cut half his nose off mm-hmm. because it was cancerous. Just because they couldn't go in there and get it taken care of right away. Mm-hmm. And now he said he had to sleep with popsicle sticks up his nose in order for him to be able to breathe at night. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they're going to pay for the plastic surgeon to fix his nose. Well, I would hope so. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be a heck of a nose? i take ear cartilage and do that. Well, Yeah. Have to stick a water hose up your nose to breathe. That's pretty sad. That is Happens every day. Happens every day. Where's he at? Was it Phoenix that done that? That was Phoenix. Yeah. I went back and reread it to be sure. I thought it was either Phoenix or or, uh, where was that other one Uh, they was having trouble? Uh, Atlanta or? uh, Oh, up north there. Uh, Fargo. Uh, yeah. I think it's far ago. But, uh, no. I'll that's tell you what, that's pretty sad. That was, that's on Facebook. Anybody can go there and read that. I wouldn't want to live in Phoenix or Fargo. Fargo is way too cold and Phoenix is way too hot. 120 degrees in the summertime. Ooh, uh-uh. Phoenix is a, I don't like Phoenix at all. <laughs> You've been there, though, ain't you? I've been there, I'm, yeah. I've been out there. Camp Birdie. <laughs> That's back in the good old days, you just prospecting. Yeah, I was a good prospector. <laughs> Puffing up and down in there. <laughs> I wouldn't know about it. You get a bunch of wash <laughs> playing in. Change creek. <laughs> I, I don't know Tyler. how them old prospectors did it, John. They had to be tough old boys. I want to give Todd and Jack off your number and let you go show them how to get some gold out of something. Cause yeah. You can't do it. yeah, they had to be tough. How in the mm. world would they go out there in the middle of nowhere and find a bunch of gold? Yeah. Now, keep an eye on your VA, folks. Keep an eye on your appointments. Find out if your appointment, you can't get one for six months, find out why. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> speak up for yourself. And if you live close... There has to be someone you can contact. If you live close to the... without an appointment, uh, unless yeah, you're seeing an outside doctor, if you're seeing outside medical help, I can kind of understand it. But you if you're not, the on the head. if you're dependent on the VA... Uh, mm-hmm. 
you need to see be seen more than once every six months. Now, there's, there's supposed to be, if you have to wait so long for an appointment, they're supposed to schedule you an appointment outside the basis with somebody else. Yes, sir. And, and that, I, I think, think, who was it? It was one of them senators I was listening to. The, uh, hearing, yeah. Yeah, last, I guess that was last week. But anyway, I was listening there, and one of them did mention that, that mm-hmm. uh, after uh, three weeks, uh, uh, you didn't have a appointment. You could go to an outside doctor, and the VA would have to pay the bill. <laughs> now, <laughs> I went. That, that would nip this in the bud real quick. I went but, fee basis three times in my VA career. I first one, <clears throat> I went to an outside eye doctor. Yeah. <clears throat> a really good exam, good doctor. They gave me a prescription. They went back to the VA to make my glasses, and they charged me for the glasses because it was an outside prescription. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my wife seen that. She could, could get up there, and she went off on them. <laughs> she works there. She went off on them. <laughs> they uh, refunded that in a hurry. <laughs> I went to an outside uh, uh, VA on a C basis. Uh, the VA arranged it for me. For my uh, sleep study, uh, for mm-hmm. sleep apnea, which I have sleep apnea. And uh, I went to an outside doctor here to a local hospital, and they did it for me. And uh, the VA arranged that for me, which I, I was really glad they did because I didn't, of course, at that time I was driving to Muskogee, and that's 125 miles, so one way. Well. My second fee basis trip drove, I went over to the University of Kentucky, I guess from the local VA, and had to have an EMG done. And they t- took a six-inch needle and stuck it in my diaphragm and started bending it. Ooh. The most painful thing I've ever been through in my life. Oh, and I've had, kid- you know, I've had kidney stones, and this is, this is more painful. Wow, oh, man. Well, why'd they do something like that? Yeah, they were checking for something. They found it. Yeah. <laughs> they found it. <laughs> I well, guess they found good. you had a, uh, uh, what, a paralyzed diaphragm, didn't they? Well, they found that on a sniff test, but they wanted to confirm it. And they had to do that to confirm it. Yep. Boy, they tell me I got a paralyzed diaphragm, I'm going to smack them. Yeah, that hurt. That did hurt. But now they've done pretty good. You know, I mean, overall the VA, you know, of course my VA is in a town of about oh probably half a million or so. Probably got a service there every about a million. And uh, well, that's pretty good size. Yeah, but, I mean, this VA's good. I mean, they've got two facilities. They've got the main hospital, and they've got an old campus they had back in the 40s. Yeah. They built, and this is a beautiful old majestic building, a bunch of them. And uh, this, I think it seems to have got a bomb shelter in it. Huh. It's a beautiful, it's out on its own campus. It's a beautiful place. And uh, they moved all the primary care out there, and all the stuff's in the hospital. Yeah. So it's not too bad. I mean, they treat veterans pretty good. You know, of course, they have changes and things like that, and there are certain times you want to go and certain times you don't want to go. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, I suspect, yeah. Yeah, but uh, if you got insurance, guys, and you've got, even got Medicare, you don't have to wait on the VA. You know, if they can't get an appointment for you and you've got an issue and you think it's pretty serious, go outside. Yeah. Absolutely, go outside. Yeah, well, all you gotta do is get your Medicare, get your supplement plan to cover the copays, and go outside. Yeah, uh, I was, I was in the hospital here just not long back. I spent eleven days in there. It didn't cost me a cent. Yep. And uh, I didn't have to go to the VA, which was, you know, a long way off to go to the VA hospital. That's true. Uh, That's true. And back in 2011, the hospital left you, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
Or you was wearing part of the hospital, wouldn't you, in your house? I was wearing all over my yard. Yeah. Yeah, them tornadoes and tendencies spread things around. They do a lot of of damage. Yeah. Do a lot of damage, but you survived through it. Of course, your leg got... That leg about lost. You about lost that leg on that one, though. Yeah, I did. <clears throat> I had trouble with that. Yeah, so. But right. we're still hopping. And uh, that goes for Stretch, too. Stretch, get to an outside doctor if you got issues, buddy. Don't wait on them people. Yeah, how are, you, how are they treating you, Stretch, down there at uh, Fayetteville? Not too hot. I just got six letters from the VA for different appointments, and I got one from my senator telling me that they're going to have the VAMC director call me and discuss some things, issues I have. And then Humana sent me a thing saying, you're in home health well-being assessment. I guess going to send somebody out here from Humana. Yeah. i got to tell you something. I, uh, I had a stroke. I went in the hospital and... Uh, uh, you know, my eyes are all cocked, you know, look, looking each way, you know, and I didn't have my glasses. And the nurse comes up and hands me about 200 pages of information on a stroke. And, you know, it's dark, and I'm sitting there looking at this crap. I just throw it over in the in a little shelf, and uh, they wrote down the patient was educated. <laughs> <laughs> I was educated, I guess. I'm educated now. What do you know? Was Chris with you? Yeah, she was with me. Yeah, she was with me. She gave her the paperwork, say, read it to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I usually do if I can't see. If if I'm under some type of anesthesia or something like that, they give me paperwork, they usually get back and give it to Sheila. I'm going to go with me. I need a driver. She chauffeurs me around when I'm under the weather. Yeah. I got some definitely got some issues. I spent a month in that hospital, and I seen about every quirky thing you could see, including them dumping one patient out on the streets. He didn't have transportation. They said, uh, "Hey, told him well, you got to go now." And he says, "Well, I I called my wife, and the cars broke down. She doesn't have transportation." He says, "Well, the VA can come up and get me the DAV," and she said, "No, the DAV bus isn't running today." He, she says, well, she says, well, you gotta go. And then she You're left. Well, he, got up, he got up and I helped him pu- pull his pants up. You know, I got his pants on him. He sat down on the chair and uh, and all of a sudden he just in a stupor fell over and smacked his head on the ground. It just bounced. I thought he was dead. You know, and I ran out and get the nurse, and uh, they found him transportation pretty quick. You know, so, but uh, they tried to do the same thing with me, and they manipulated the records to show that I left against medical advice, and then they manipulated to say, no, it was a regular discharge. Then, I'm then tell you the doctor, uh, let me doc- tell you another trick. The doctor, the doctor sent me down after meds, and while I was going down after meds, he wrote, the patient didn't stick around for the pay- paperwork, therefore he left against medical advice. I'm going to hang this guy. I tell you what, that's some person can do, and that's been tried before. It's been successful. Anytime you go to a hospital and you don't think you're getting treated correctly, pick up your cell phone, call 911, and tell them to come and get you. You're having issues. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yep, they'll take you to another hospital. <laughs> will, they, will they take you to another hospital? I, I never heard they, that one before. Anytime you call 911, they got to come investigate. Oh, now that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <coughs> anyway, check your paperwork just like Gerald says. Dig up your paperwork and read it. Might make you sick, but read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Anything you say, Ken, will be used against you, especially when the VA. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, but remember, guys. Shredder gate, schedule gate, colonoscopy gate, dental gate, homeless veterans, suicide rate, PTSD vets gate. 
When's it going to stop? Are you gay? When's it going to stop? Yeah. When's it? Something's got to give. Something's got to stop. We're small in numbers according to the population of this big country we're in. But we're big in voice. Yeah. <clears throat> well, there's a lot of voices on this, and let's hope they stay. And if we, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please contact your legislators and ask them to pursue this issue. And uh, uh, see to it that if there's any uh, violation of the law, those guilty are punished to the fullest extent of the law. That's true. And with that, Joe, we're out of time. I'll run the show ending. Okay, run the ending. You've been listening to the Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Master Show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.